welcome to another episode of Combat Time. I'm one of your hosts, Yasin, and I'm joined by Josh. What up, what up? Jay. Hello, hello. And our very special return guest, Neil from MKA PodQuest. Howdy. So, Neil, how you been, man? It's been a while. Uh, I've been hanging in there. Yeah. You know, busy. What did I do today? Recorded the podcast earlier today. Got to record the Alien show later. I think I uh, read an issue of Gen 13. Not a <laughs> <Man>. bad day. <laughs> Dude. Like you. Hey, man. How much weekend. content do you consume in a day? Like um, A lot, but not enough. Not arguably. Enough. Right? I feel like I'm the opposite. I have a lot of content to consume. But sure. I get like paralyzed by the amount of choices i have so that i don't do anything right and i just end up playing fifa for like an hour <laughs> well that's that's consuming i don't know you played FIFA. yeah but that's like nothing new really i guess know? i feel the same way but it's mainly because i saddle myself with too much stuff to do uh yeah my my work's been increasing uh i'm taking care of two places so i'm driving back and forth a lot and on top of that i've been working on my writing and this particular week has been hard because i've been behind so like literally, mm-hmm. I, besides Monday, I haven't done anything just to chill out at all this week, except last night. I finally chilled last night. I watched Iron Eagle Four. Great fucking nice. movie. Nice. I was gonna ask, by the way, uh, uh, Neil, do you like the Iron Eagle movies? I don't think I know the Iron Eagle movies oh. at all. Because like one time on one of her streams, I don't know why it came up, but I said aloud talking about you while you're not there i'm like i bet neil probably likes the iron movies i don't know why it feels like he might like them he but seems you don't like know somebody who would like a movie called iron eagle i know yeah. about these i haven't it, seen any of them it's, they it's do look like something gun. i would like right which, which you know, uh, is a yeah. which is perfect for me someone who's uh people have called the poor man's tom cruise many times really um <laughs> no nobody's <laughs> never nobody's called me that oh, okay <laughs> Never. It's like, Just, I think that's a compliment. I fucking wish, right? I mean, I haven't met you in person, so I don't know. So if you're, we'll see. <laughs> uh, no, I am not at all. But no, this, yeah, I have definitely seen like this box art at Blockbuster. Rest in peace, right? This, this is like Airwolf. Like, Just skip to four. Watch four. Is that Iron Eagle on the attack? Would that yeah. be the fourth one? <laughs> it's, it's also a, starring Louis Also starring Gossett Louis Gossett Jr. Jr. He's in all four. Sonny Chiba's in the third sure. one, too. Uh, and oh, it's shit. About, Wait, it, the th- the third one sucks though, so don't watch it. But Sonny yeah. Chiba's in it. But Sonny Chiba is in it. Yeah, is he in it enough? Like he's a main. Is character. he in like one scene? Okay, he's a main character. So that's a but lot he's kind of racial, racial, racially stereotyped too. As are every. It's oh, about yeah. Lucas Jr. runs a uh, a war dogfighting reenactment troop who in- include <laughs> uh, uh, Sonny Chiba. Possibly be a real thing. But but four is good because yeah. it's a it's a group of uh, delinquent teenagers who are part of a flight school. Apparently, there's flight schools for delinquent teenagers that uh, Lou Gossett Jr. runs. Of course. Wait. <laughs> what? Wait. They let delinquent teenagers fly airplanes. Fly planes. Yeah. And then you know, like you do, they stumble across a rogue military uh, operation to drop chemical weapons on Cuba, and Lou Gossett Jr. and all these delinquent teens go save the day. Yeah, it's best movie in, ever. Nice. Anyway, that is a tangent, sir. Paul Freeman is in the third one. Who's that? He's Ivan Ooze. Oh, shit. 
I Paul Freeman. Yeah, Paul now, Freeman. There he is. Now go watch it again. I guess. I mean, I have to watch it. it has Sonny Chiba and Ivan News. Yeah, but it's the worst one. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. Aces, Iron Eagle three. I watched Army of Darkness last night. Ah, uh, shit! Yeah, that's a movie. Yeah. That's, that's a, a great movie. movie. So, um, I had this plan. I got too tired to do it, but I had this plan to watch uh, Army of Darkness and Big Trouble in Little China back to back. That's a great <laughs> pairing. <laughs> two, I, two movies about absolute dipshits getting into way too much trouble. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. I introduced Shasin and Josh to Big Trouble in Little China. They had never yeah. seen it until I showed it to them. Oh, man, what a classic. I, I was too tired to make it through because I'm also an old man, right? Mm, yeah, no, but, I, feel, uh, I feel you on that one. Plus, I had to play this fucking Special Forces game. That cut into my time. <laughs> I thought you, you would have enjoyed that one. Yeah, we'll get to it. I That's did honestly. I fuck, I fucking did. Oh boy, did I! I'm not even kidding. Well, <laughs> well let's let's just get into it because that is our that is what we're gonna do today. We're gonna be reviewing, talking about Mortal Kombat Special Forces. Came out in wait ninety nine, two thousand, I think. Uh, yeah, two thousand. Oh yeah, yeah two thousand. Yeah, yeah. That Which, is, uh, and it is on a PlayStation One and. That's it. it. I thought it was on uh, Dreamcast. It was intended to be on Dreamcast and N64, but uh, it just didn't didn't work out because the game uh, wasn't being seen favorably and they just gave up. Yeah. Well, I mean, in its defense, like, this is hardly a defense. Like, when um, (laughs) we can talk a little bit about the history, right? Like, it was during the development of this game that, like, John Tobias and a bunch of other people left Midway. Yeah, mm. and Midway made the decision to like cut half the fucking game out. Right, that's when like they removed Sonya Blade as a character. They removed a lot of the stuff they had been working on just to like mm-hmm. get this thing out the door as like a budget release, sort of to like buy time before like the next entry could be completed. Because this was after Mortal Kombat Four, but years before Deadly Alliance. You know, mm-hmm. they were just trying to keep the name. Deadly out Alliance there. came out what two thousand two? I think so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's our that's our next. So that's one why to dive it feels into. like it's such an abrupt ending. Yeah, abrupt. it's half a game. Like feels, I mean, even though it, it's Kano is the final boss, it just feels like unceremonious. I yes, guess it is. I don't know if that's a, a symptom of of this game's development or not, but but yeah, Neil's right. Basically, Tobias had already been thinking about leaving Midway, not because of anything bad happening at Midway, but just because you know that's right. what you do. You move from company to company you chase opportunities and uh yeah. he got this thrown in his lap and you know he interviewed about it and it you know like you do when you interview made it sound like oh this is going to be real interesting and yeah sonia was in it right there was going to be i think the settings were going to be largely the same which neil that's something i'm going to complain about uh sure. the settings yeah. but he made it sound real cool he's like it's going to start out kind of normal earth worldy stuff you know action set pieces like a a warehouse and all that. And then it's going to gradually turn more supernatural, which, you know, the game does do. We go to temples and stuff, but he made it sound so cool. And he also said there are going to be, uh, villages. There are going to be areas of NPCs, like friendly NPCs, Mm -hmm. like at food markets and stuff. And it sounded way more ambitious than the game we got, uh, whether or not the games would have been good with all that in. I kind of don't think it would have (laughs) been, because I think it still was (laughs) an experiment. I, I guess we can all assess we we all what are all our opinions are. I think we know what ours is, and we do know what yours is. But I don't know if the audience knows. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if people know because not everybody watched our 
stream or stream yeah yeah i completely missed it and i'm bummed that i did oh yeah. i thought you were there I for one of them to watch that i i don't think i was unless i was in like in my covid haze like checking in on twitch or something Maybe maybe you were in once, um, yeah. Damien watched two, Elliot watched one, and then we had our, our pack of usuals. Nice. It took it was only three sittings too. Neo, I think you would have been surprised because like because uh, like even though like I'm sure all three of us know our opinions on the game originally, like when like when the stream started. Um, I'm I'm not going to speak for Josh, but I will speak for myself. I found the game better than I thought it was going to be. Like actually, yes. like. But then again, I'm also comparing it directly from the last one we streamed, which was, was Mythologies, which was its own saga in of itself. So this so, so Special Forces definitely felt like a, a step up in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. then I actually played the game myself and played it for longer than five minutes. <laughs> and then right. I was like, okay, I think I see what Yasin's talking about now, but I think I still have like a, yeah, a pretty I... good, like like an overall pretty good opinion on the game, despite its flaws. I don't remember okay. it being that positive. I think there was a novelty to it, where it was like, well, okay, it's not, you know, sewers are just like, oof. The sewer, the sewers, the sewers is kind of like, uh, there was a sewer level in Mythologies, right? Where it had a bunch of waterways and stuff. Well, first off, sewers is one of the worst video game settings. Every game has a sewer level, and right. I don't know why. Who wants to go to a sewer? There hasn't, there haven't been good sewer yeah, uh, levels yeah. since like the Konami Ninja Turtle games. It's right? Ninja Turtles, so you have yeah. To I mean that that it. has to have sewers in it, right? Because it's Ninja yeah. Turtles. Oh, it does. <laughs> right. And you and you do, you do like sewer surfing in those games. Yeah, that's cool. But it's like but yeah, sewer sewers not an exciting setting for a video game for sure. I guess there's also there's sewers in Duke Nukem 3D. It's right? like a lot of games do it. Like, Duke Nukem. I'm thinking Silent Silent Hill, Parasite Eve, and Resident um, Evil. All three survival horror games take a dive into the sewers because i guess they're creepy i, I mean there have been sewers in like the arkham yeah. games and stuff too like you fight against uh, uh killer croc killer croc. Killer croc yeah bob sewer but that was <laughs> Bob's bob classic sewer. batman villain bob sewer <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know uh but yeah that first level is like it's it's not you know terrible <laughs> like you you play it and it's like oh this is like a less polished version of like a Metal Gear level, kind of. Okay. In the how like the industrial like feel of it, I guess. I don't know. It 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 had some kind of a bit of charm to it. And it kinda of made sense with Jax, you know, and the special mm-hmm. forces. So like right. aesthetically it's like, okay, this makes sense. And then you go in and it's a huge like area rug that looks like it was on a <laughs> flea market and I'm like really oh, tie the room like, together. Bleh. Yeah. Sure. And then, but the, the this, where do we want to start with this? Like, I, I don't know. Where uh, I, well, I actually say that we start out like with what we liked about the game and then dissect mm, what we didn't like about. The I game. will say okay. before, before we launch into that, uh, we, we've said before, I think talking about the, uh, U S special forces comics also why mm-hmm. Mortal yeah. Kombat's long wide, you know, uh, roster of interesting characters in the Virons would we choose mm-hmm. the uh, generic military guys? The reason right. was uh, when they were thinking about this game, John Tobias said that they they wanted to do a, another adventure game, 3D specifically, which, by the way, he also said that they were planning on doing uh, Mythology Sub-Zero in 3D, but because they had such a small team, they just resigned yeah. to doing what you know, they knew how to do, which I think is its game strength because Sub-Zero say what you want about the gameplay, but it definitely looks and feels like Mortal Kombat, right? 
It but does. He I'll wanted. Give, that's he wanted the this, one thing I'll give it. Yeah, it's and and the their camera stuff had gotten so good it looks better than the mainline games visually at least like Sub Zero's sprite yeah. specifically. But uh, yes. they wanted this to be two players, so he was thinking like I want to be able to have like you know like your traditional beat 'em up games you could pick player A or player B, and he just naturally right. gravitated towards Jackson Sonia because they're a pair and. It gives you an option of a male character, female character, perfect, like you beat them up games. So that's kind of what led to that decision. I don't think he actively was like, let's see what the military's doing. You know, it just ended yeah. up this. In that era of Mortal Kombat games, though, like, because we're up through Mortal Kombat 4 here, the military yeah. people in it, the Jackson Sonia, like, they don't feel especially military, right? No, they feel like, like it was special no, police. No. Uh, it wasn't like. Ultraman Science Patrol. <laughs> there you go. It wasn't like Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 where it's just like we've got armies with machine guns running into, you know, the nether world and like shooting bullets yeah. at demons and stuff. I, I, it wasn't overdone <laughs> at that point. And like 3D, like third person action, like shooter games were just really fucking popular at that time. Right. And it made sense for them to explore that with Mortal Kombat. And I do think True. that using Sonya and Jax, I had the same the same um, comment and complaint about uh, Mortal Kombat 2021, right? right? Like, Sonya and Jax are good, like, human characters for us to see all this other shit unfold through, yeah. right? Because they're just normal people, and the idea that, like, well, how do we fight against all of this magic? Uh, we don't really have magic here on Earth Realm, I guess, technology, right? Like, all of that makes sense, right? Like, using yeah. bazookas and stuff like that to combat, you know... Outworld makes makes an amount of sense. I agree with that. My yeah. disappointment with Mortal Kombat 21 was that they didn't do that at all. They gave everyone magical powers and they didn't focus the story on Jax and Sonya. We don't have to have that conversation yeah, again. His magical power was technology. Yeah. It, yeah, that's it did become technology. You're absolutely correct. But. <laughs> and, and Sonya did go through most of yeah. the movie without any powers, just going on her uh, obsession alone. Right, but but I but do agree. I do think that they're that they're good characters to explore this like discovering this other world, right? Where yeah. you know the way the game unfolds, it is it's warehouses, and then we discover this portal into Outworld, and then there's this artifact I forget what it's called that can open portals. Oh yeah, what is that Tien? called? You know, Tien, like that. something like that. Whatever the yeah. the, the thing I'm supposed Chitin. to get, the eye of whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, eye of Chitin. Yeah, yes. Like, it's an interesting way to discover the idea that this fantastical Mortal Kombat stuff exists, since this is the earliest game in the timeline, right? That's another thing that trips wow. me up. It is, in the manual yeah. it says, this takes this This is how you find out how uh, Jax came to hate Kano so bad. But wait, he's got metal arms. Right. Well, I think that these are, you know, attachments, right? Kind of. That's like what I'm thinking, because he does have that backpack-looking thing in his back. Right. So it makes me think this is like Mortal Kombat Annihilation where they're they're fittings, like he's getting right. fitted for when he might eventually need to replace his arms wholesale. Or Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. Yes. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. does actually wait though. So Neil, does that mean or Josh, either one of you, does that mean that like there was some Why not me? Um well, you've seen you too, because all three of you would probably know this before I would. Does that mean that there is, that there at some point was um uh, was sort of like a 
what is it like a lore retelling or like a recanonization of Jax to where he gets his arms his metal arms because they were ripped off like we've seen in other origin stories or was it always that he had attachments and then just kind of kept them my impression so the playground lore was how was that Jax's fatality you know where he rips somebody's arms off yes Um, it got done on him right the lore in the in the play on the playground um, when we were looking at Game Pro magazine, was that either it was the mirror match? He faced his mirror, or he faced Shang Tsung morphed into him, and Shang Tsung ripped his arms off, and that's why they were metal. Oh, but sure. I, but I don't know that there's anything actually in canon up until I don't know, maybe in the 3D era they there address isn't. it somehow. All the story for MK3 says is that he he saw what Outworld was like, and he decided to prepare. So he purposely right. got arms, yes. according to the story. Uh, but they are arms; they're not. Mm-hmm coverings they're not enhancements yeah my impression was that they were always in classic mortal Kombat, always enhancements not especially after i had seen annihilation as a kid like oh he doesn't actually have metal arms he's got metal on his arms and i think that that's why in mortal Kombat 9 they made it pretty darn explicit yeah no ermac or whoever ripped his arms off i didn't like there you go guys well now now the joke is every every time they do a new uh iteration of the story we got to see how Jax's arms get ripped off so far they've been destroyed yeah. by air max sub-zero and goro poor guy. yeah it's happened a it's lot like hasn't the, it yeah it's like the the bruce wayne parents yes uh, mortal Kombat. it's getting right. to be that to see it every time. <laughs> i'd be interested in them to go back to the cybernetic enhancement idea mm-hmm. yeah i, I, I yeah. never figured I that that was sense. uh the, the canon explanation in the games but maybe it is uh Oh, someone will have to ask uh, John Tobias. I know that they originally envisioned just one arm when they were right. making MK3. Like, La- like Lance. <laughs> yes, like uh, R.I.P., like Lance, uh, who who is Lance not Lance Sonya's Lance. canon partner. As uh, oh, well, Believe it or not, this game was going to show her partner dying, uh, but we didn't get it. Yes. Uh, have she's y'all actually seen the... Yeah, she's had uh, Wexler and Defenders of the Realm. And I don't know whoever the fuck in the um, uh, MK Van, novelization. <laughs> Lieutenant Van Van Buen or something like that. I forget what yeah, his name we'll, was. In we'll have book. to rank her partners, <laughs> which one's the best. But uh, have y'all sure. seen the uh, beta footage for what Special yes. Forces is going to be like? Okay, I figured you might. No, I haven't. Uh, I was. I, I looked it up today. And um, oh. it, it's Tomb, it's just Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's just fucking Tomb Raider, guys. It's one it's, of the things like there wasn't much of like uh, there weren't that many examples of like three D, uh, I guess adventure games at that time, right? Like, I mean, year two thousand, we, I think we were yeah, up to Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider. I think we were up to Tomb Raider three at that point. There were some Duke Nukem third oh, person right, games. Yeah. There was um oh yeah, Duke Nukem Nukem did Nukem. third person, yeah. And Metal Gear Solid. Dan- Danger Girl on the PlayStation. That was out, I think. Oh, hey, Winback. Didn't that come out at that time, too? <laughs> I think Winback, yeah. I still need to play that in yeah. uh, Nintendo Switch Online. I haven't done it. You haven't played it yet? No, man. I want to get an N64 controller because the N64 games suck without him. N64 in 1999 and PlayStation 2 in 2000 for Winback. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah. Not that unusual uh, genre to try to dive into. No, it makes sense. Like that, that was the craze at the time. So it's like, why wouldn't they do it? But it just felt like low rent. They didn't go full on. I guess they couldn't really. But like, 
those games, you know, a lot of the times it's mostly just shooting. Like you don't do hand to hand combat really, mm. which is against what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's why I yeah. feel like a game like Shaolin Monks works better because that's all combat. Whereas this one is like he has to go back and forth and then you don't always have a gun and the enemies usually have a gun and they usually get to you first. Yeah. So it's frustrating as hell. Yeah. That that was tough when you would get that, that was a, a bad limitation of the, of the camera system in the game is not being able to see all that far in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in a yeah, room with a guy with a gun, that gets pretty frustrating. But honestly, if you just take out your gun and start firing, usually you'll hit them. Like, yeah, but you don't have that much ammo though. You don't want to waste it. Like that's that. true. Well, it's, yeah. yeah, I do. I do want to. I do want to say that that the game does kind of have like a a solution for this, but it doesn't flow very well. Um, because I, I like I mentioned it on the stream that that like Jax has the ability to look at first person. So right. that way, when you're at the like, like when you're at that third person camera view and you can't, you know, and if he's running like towards you, like towards you on the screen, you can't see what's in front of you like you can right. if he's running in the other direction. But what you can do is that switch to your first person view and you can kind of see what's coming. And a lot of times you can see the enemies before you actually trigger them to see you. Good luck the aiming at them though. That tr- you're yeah, right. yeah. The problem is trying to like constantly switch back and forth. That doesn't flow very, very well. It definitely yeah. could have used to more polish. But technically, I thought it was actually uh, a merit to the game that you actually had that option. So like, hey, we know we have this problem with the camera angles, yes. but here's our solution for it, where you can look at a first person view so you can at least see what's coming. That way you can strategize a little bit and not waste your ammo rather than just run into someone's gunfire. But it just doesn't flow very well. And just trying to transfer it back and forth just honestly kind of broke me out of the game a little bit so that it really does that was one of my big big issues when it when i actually felt the controls right. on that so uh, i played this game a bunch of times yeah. and so i think yesterday i sat down to play it just to refresh myself because it's been a minute and i i i told you guys i i went up to where i i beat Jarek, right and yeah. i got into the next level and that next level is that like you run under all those like cliffs with the dudes shooting rockets at you, yeah. and then you get into the mm-hmm. temple. And I kind of like I think I'm good now. <laughs> like once I got through that part, um, yeah. But I went through those that whole stretch, never using a gun. Like I just didn't wow. use the gun until I got to that run through where I needed to use the sniper rifle as much as possible to not get blown mm-hmm. up by rockets. You can play the yeah. game without relying on the weapons or even worrying too much about the third person or the first person view. Um, it's nice that it's there, but like, I think I don't think it's a credit to the game that you don't need to use all of the clunky mechanics to get through it, right? It's almost as if like they knew that the mechanics were clunky and they were like, we're not going to make you rely on these too much if you don't have to. Thank God, right? They like you, yeah. you don't have to touch the weapons and you don't have to touch the first person person view if you don't want to. I will so, say it is easier just to rush up to somebody. You're right, and just punch them. Uh, right, and it's it's actually. You might not, might as well not even bother to be fucked with all the uh, combos, uh, which, you know, I did watch oh, you see and play it and complain God. about them, and then I did play it, and I'm <laughs> like, these are hard, and I found that, what, just the way that, well, some the the first couple are easy, and some of them you do by mistake, like 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 you do square square Kombat. square triangle circle, and you smash those motherfuckers, I see. a nice little fatality, yeah, the and timing, when they start the getting so long like too, my brain can't. <laughs> My muscle memory can't even memorize all them buttons. Yeah. But it's like, uh, it, you seem be Jarek, I think, just getting up into him and, and yes. mashing A or, or, or square, as it were. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I discovered that's pretty easy. 
you get that works on i think every boss if you just get in close if you can get you can in that's start true. jabbing them the trickiest one to get in on was no face the first boss yeah because uh, the, the yeah, way that, that those flamethrower flame trails yeah the trick yeah. i figured out was drop a detonator mm-hmm. and get out of the blast radius because it'll yep. knock him down and then you can just get right up in his face and and jab him to death we were doing <laughs> over that. the course of like 45 seconds yeah the, it's just it's just not interesting like yes the boss as far as like how to yeah the boss battles are terrible they are not rewarding at all yeah, yeah. I, I will say that was that was disappointing just to kind of see because like initially I first thought that okay these boss battles are different like they're not too hard they're they usually have a strategy but you know the first two I kind of forgave for being a little bit of the same thing but after that when there's basically no variety in the bosses yeah. other than like how they shoot their projectiles and how they like and whether they move slower or faster than the other one it does feel like okay then i can either fight this like a true basically like a true narrative person and do different things or i can just get up close to them and then just tap them to death which is usually a sign of not a very good thought out boss battle if all i can do or all i'm forced to do is just basically just tap jab the whole time just to win but yeah their their boss battles are not not fun and but to play devil's advocate a little bit there's a couple bosses in shaolin monks that are you have to be extremely cheap with to beat also Hmm. right like uh yeah um goro for instance i think is one of those goro Goro and kintaro when you fight them you have to Mm. be like extremely cheap in order to get through it in my experience that sounds like a callback to the first couple yeah these bosses though they're also unfulfilling mainly do just that fucking camera, man. Like, there's nothing unique about fighting each boss. The music's the same. You can't really see their unique, you know, character design because you're way far up in the isometric right. view. They all blend together. Too. Yeah. They all look like jerk to me. Yeah, and, so, and their combat, like their strategies, are yeah. similar. They all throw a projectile. You got to get around and mash, mash square. And it's all in a rectangle too. Yeah. Right. I liked the designs, yeah, like. We didn't get, mm-hmm. you're right, we didn't get to see him up close, but the idea of, like, we all saw No-Face in um, Snowblind, right? Yeah. Like he was I, I love the character throwers. designs themselves, like the idea of and these Batman Yeah, all of them except Jarek, right? Yeah, Our, just, um, you know, hey, who else you got? We got Jarek from MK4, throw him in there. The mutton chops. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for some, like, cr- crazy Black Dragon goon designs. That was also, like, the best part of the Special Forces comic book that's unrelated to this but has a strikingly similar plot. Right, yeah, right down to yeah. right down to a lot of it happening in a warehouse. We just talked about um, yeah, recently. The funny thing about that is the the goons I think were kind of generic, but the special forces themselves were crazy right. out there and yeah. these action figure things. And this time it's flip flop because the only special forces you see is uh well Jax and I guess uh right our undercover uh, undercover girl which we killed uh, the first <laughs> time because we didn't know she was undercover. Oh. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. You mean the one that looks exactly like the other two girls down there yeah. in their underwear? Yeah. Which I guess the one oh of yeah them attacks you. That was a funny scene too. Coming into the shower, and of course, there's uh, chicks wearing bikinis and knee high boots. Yeah, why not? LOL. Uh, yeah, one of them in the shower. Yeah, that's where we encounter them first. Is the shower, and I'm like, of course they put those here. It's the not nineties, two thousands. Surprised that wasn't the cover art. Yeah, it should have been right, <laughs> or maybe not. I, I think the understanding was she was undercover as one of those girls. 
You know, she she's you know she did a good job. Right. Yeah, one of the women of the Black Dragon, uh, just strutting around waiting for Jax, and first thing he does is punch her lights out. <laughs> um. I, do, I do actually feel like that was a missed opportunity though because I thought it was initially cool that they had some another special forces character who is silently infiltrates and basically is there to help you out but they only but she doesn't talk to doesn't you talk. she's just standing she just walks she just to a locker there. which you can find by yourself yeah. anyway yeah. yeah, she stands there, she doesn't talk, and then you're just supposed to kind of know that she's the one who's helping you, even though there's other chicks that will absolutely attack you that look just like her, so there's no differentiation well. all that much in her model. <laughs> and then on top of that, they don't actually have any other scenes in the game, which I, I think it would have been cool if they would have had at least one or two more, where maybe another Special Forces character has to help you out of the situation, like Sonya, yes. um, or another Special Forces character. I think that would have been kind of cool, so I felt like that the game kind of missed an opportunity with that one it did um to to the game developers credit the the <laughs> computer message you you decipher that tells you to meet the special forces agent in the basement or whatever does say that she's red-haired so okay you're supposed point, to make yeah. that connection she also well, doesn't um, attack you so i guess that's another clue right but in but there's two as far as i can tell two npcs that don't attack you and it's her and it's one of the other women down there the one that's in the shower Really? And then the third one that's down there does attack you. Oh, I immediately killed all three. Yeah. Right. Just... Well, you know, <laughs> you're just perpetuating violence in this society, and that's not cool, man. Shoot first, but... ask questions <laughs> later. Therapy for sure. <laughs> but yes, you're you're the game. Ha- the game has trained you that if you encounter another uh, human being in this game, you're supposed to kick the shit out of them. So, yeah, exactly. which, very which wasn't what broken... it was going to be to begin with. Like, like we're going to be NPCs right. as John Tobias envisioned it. And he said you could beat them up sure. too. And they'd look at you like, oh man, why'd you do that? Uh, that would have been yeah. cool. It would have made the game feel more alive. They shouldn't let you kill your special forces ally who's undercover though, right? Like the fact that you can just <laughs> knock her out and then you're like, oh shit, what do I do now? Is kind of a problem. Well, I mean, we figured it out anyway. Luck- it does not break the game, luckily. Uh, I think right. we just luckily found the locker that we were... The, her her her, no, her purpose it, it, is to no, show you where it, something's down. hidden in. Okay, break it down. It did break it because like oh. when we killed her, went to the locker, it said like unavailable or something like that. Like, oh it shit! It did. It did. Oh, anything man. Unless, until she walks you to it. Right. She does walk you to it. So it did so break the game. Have, oh. I think she may respawn or something, but yeah, you have to have her walk to the locker. If this is a better game, it would have been cool to have her respawn and chew you out for for hitting her, being like, "Why the fuck did you do that for?" I thought it like, I thought it would have it, it would right. be cool if they did it like um, I, I feel like you'd see this a lot in like two D side scrollers, where you meet somebody who's like either your friend or like someone who's like matched evenly with you, and mm-hmm. you'd like attack them and they either like dodge or block and they step back. Right. Then you have like a dialogue back and forth. Like it would have been cool if she like. I don't know, dodged your attack and then like the game kind of, you know, stops for a bit and have a dialogue and then she leads you to it. Yeah. Some way to just differentiate her from you. And give some flavor to from the, the other ones. Yeah. I think they just want, they wanted to but do this that. One, it's like she immediately like you, you walk by her and then she just gets. Maybe give her some pants, right? Or, or yeah, that too, pants. Well, like I said, that, that would yeah. blow her cover. Uh, she's supposed to be. <laughs> One of the supposed to be scantily clad. I, I'm assuming they are uh, 
Black Dragon's uh, escorts or something like that or whatever. They Who probably knows? deal in human trafficking. I don't know. I don't it's, know. it's weird. Yeah, that's grim to think about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they're, they're a gangster yeah. organization, so, you know, like you do. Yeah. I I don't hate the camera in this game. Hmm. Really? I really don't. I honestly think... So, so back to that alpha footage or the beta footage or whatever it was that was shown at E3 that's on YouTube. Um, you, if you watch that, like, first of all, that is, that is literally Tomb Raider. Like the gameplay portions of that, that you see are Sonya running around in a warehouse full of crates and climbing crates and jumping over crates and jumping on gaps between crates. It's just fucking oh, jumping is so Tomb Raider. Yeah. It's interesting. There's a lot more cutscenes and dialogue in that version. So like there yeah. was a full fledged game planned. Right. But if you watch that footage, the camera is constantly getting stuck in walls, right? If you've played any of these 3D, like if you've played like Fighting Force, right? Or I mentioned the Danger Girl game or like Duke Nukem Time to Kill. Any of these, even Tomb Raider, like the camera will get stuck in like weird areas or, or in certain environments. They'll have to fix it in one location just because it was getting stuck all the time. Cameras in games in this era just universally sucked like they yeah. were just real real bad play sonic adventure from 1999 point. you know yep nobody so, could perfect the uh what nintendo already perfected with mario and zelda just add a z but just add the z trigger button man that's part of what I, I think like games like uh metal gear solid like excelled at like they put a lot of time and effort into like yeah the, the camera is going to be fixed but we're going to design in a way that it doesn't Right. hinder your gameplay of it like it works really well in that game i do think with the exception of maybe the sewer level the first couple areas in that sewer level i think that this camera is pretty it does it does work pretty well for the game like they don't really do anything where the camera is disrupt like i i think it just works i think fixing it in one place right not having it try to rotate or swing around you or anything and then like like not even having to worry about controlling the camera as you're moving around I think it. I think yeah. it makes the game playable. I think if we had gotten the a uh, a free roaming like three D camera like a that follows you and fo- like orientates behind you, I think this game would be an unplayable fucking mess. And one thing you can't say about this game is that it's unplayable. It is a fully playable <sighs> game. <laughs> Unlike I, I will technically, it is a playable game. You can technically it, it, it is yeah. yeah technically playable. It's not a more enjoyable. It's not frustrating as hell though. It is a more playable game than Mythologies. I will just say that yeah. now. I actually oh. want to agree with um I actually do want to agree with Neil here on the camera. I, feel like I don't equal. think Yeah, you, don't... you make a compelling point with the camera. It's like that mechanically that makes it perfects it to where there's no snafus with a camera. It's right. just aesthetically it's boring. But I guess there's, you know we're talking about the, gameplay. You know, there's the occasional hallway you can't see down and guy with a gun that gets pretty infuriating, but Oh, that does happen, to, yeah. You learn how to deal with those things with your own machine gun well, or shotgun or whatever. Well, that, and, there's you know. that level. Uh, where's the one with the the platforms that you have to like? They have to raise and lower. Oh yeah, uh, that's, or whatever. That's the temple, that's, right? That's it. Is it a temple? Okay, but that, and, so that one was frustrating because like there would be times where you have to like backtrack, right? And you're walking to, you're walking towards the camera. Yes. And you can't see when you're at a ledge, and then you'll fall off. Oh, that's that's, that's the out that's the outworld level. That's at the end. You're 100 percent right about that. That helped yeah. happen to me a lot. But yeah, it is. I want to hear more from Jay, who was agreeing with me that this is a, <laughs> that, this is a that this is a playable game. 
Yeah, like I was actually going to say that, Neil, I agree with what you said about um, the camera. I don't think the camera is great, but I don't think it's egregiously bad either because, again, with the camera you have options. It's not like when you see him played it, the camera got stuck in the wall really all that often. Right. Um, and he could, and again, you can switch to first person view to actually kind of see what's coming ahead of you. I tried that a little bit when I was playing it. I mm -hmm. just, it, it, but if, if there was like a hallway that I had to turn down, knowing that very likely enemies were going to be in the distance, maybe outside yeah. of my field of vision, I still switched to that view and maybe would try like walking forward just a little bit, just a little bit, just to right. see if I could see them but not trigger them and I and and I did this particularly in the sewer level too and I was surprised at how effective it was for me being able to see the enemy without actually triggering them so if I wanted just to load up a sniper rifle or a gun and basically waste some ammo I could and I like that idea that the camera even when it's above you you still can get a grasp of space like it doesn't feel yeah. claust too claustrophobic in this game which actually i thought was a pleasant surprise because the game takes place inside of buildings galore like warehouses sure. hideouts hotels outworld and it didn't feel all that claustrophobic it felt very i guess you could say geometrically square because again mm -hmm. platforming ps1 era so it's not right. like the levels had a lot of like a shape variety to them but still, uh, it, it in that regard, it is a very, very playable game. Like, I never once thought that this game was overtly way too hard or unplayable at any point. Any problem, any problem that you've seen Josh and I ran into, you know, in some cases, I did have to look up some things. But it's not like we did that too, too often. And we definitely didn't do it nearly as much as, as we did with mythologies. Most yeah. problems sure, can be solved true. by some simple back and forth and just thinking about things a little bit. Mythologies did get downright, like, what the fuck? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like the, uh, the yeah. dungeon uh, boss or the dinosaur dude. Like, that. those two places, I particularly, I remember just bashing my head towards uh, against the wall trying to figure out how to get through that but yeah i didn't really have that in special forces and one thing that i really like about this game which i feel like more games need to do this that once you actually let's just say you're kind of stuck in an um in an area and you don't know where to go and you've run everywhere you can possibly think to run at least yeah. while you're figuring out once you kill the enemies they don't respawn yeah that's which really I, nice which I, which I actually think is a that's that's very much a mercy thing that the game is giving you because the game could just as easily just respawn those enemies as soon as you mm -hmm. leave the room and come back in, but they don't. So the game is at least kind of saying to yourself like, okay, this is probably going to take them a few back and forth to get from point A to point B here. Let's just make the enemies not respond so that way they can roam freely to figure right. it out. And I yeah. and I always thought that was a good aspect of the game too that that um, I don't think is uh, a thing now in most games today. No, and I think with the level up system too, if they kept respawning guys, you would just grind out that level up system and, you know, they, they were only going to program so many combos and health and, and strength enhancements and shit like that anyway. So, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point if, too. If they were respawning enemies, you just go God mode in like the first level, right? But another nice, another nice thing they do to that sort of compensates for the camera issue is like if you are going down a hallway that you can't, you don't have full visibility. You do see life bars pop up if there are enemies in the vicinity, and that like was what I was using, yeah, yeah, not like not even when they're like right on top of you, just like if they're within maybe two or three screens, perhaps of movement. I'm not exactly sure. So at least you know, like, okay, there's dudes around. I need to be kind of ready for when when these guys charge at me. Yeah. 
But I found myself like really like Jay, just like you were saying, like I loved that once you beat up all the guys, you've got kind of free reign to like find the keys or orbs or whatever the fuck you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. And I actually liked the co- the combat in this. Not at first. Those first like two or three enemies you fight in the warehouse, it's just a fucking grind to like. Because you have no combos just keep, yet. Keep jabbing them and punching them, and it takes forever. But as soon as like you defeat those like three guys, you get your first like level up moment, and you get your first combo. And from there on out, it, it the combat becomes real easy, in my opinion, with the exception of the bosses, right? Like you can just start throwing those combos at people, which I didn't really have any issue with inputting them, like. A lot. Some of the enemies block more than others, and if they're blocking, it'll interrupt your input. I'm good to like combo number three or four, and then after that, I'm just like I ain't memorizing that. Yeah, I mean, try. It, it's it's not. I guess it's. Is it because it's not forgiving as far as the timing is concerned? Is that what it is? See, I found it extremely Maybe. forgiving with the timing. I found that if I just hit, like if I'm trying to do the crusher, if I just hit square, 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 triangle, circle, it worked. As long as they didn't block in the middle of it, I would just hit square, square, mm. square, triangle, circle, square, 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 and it would go. Circle. Right. Because my frustration was that I kept trying to figure out if if I could just do it straight away or if I had to like wait until the first hit comes. Like like a Tekken kind of combo where it's like you got to wait until you actually see the move get thrown. Then you do the next one. Then you do the next one. So I was trying to figure out if that's what it was. And yeah. I never get it down. And, and that's maybe that's what my frustration was about. Well, like I think the first combo they give you, I don't know the name, but I think it's XX triangle, right? Right. Yeah. So I, the, as soon as a combo pops up, the next guy I see, I just hit XX triangle and I'm punch, punch, uppercut. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is pretty rad. And it and it totally wrecked that guy. Sweet. You know, and the guys, <sighs> the, the bad guys get stronger like as you go, but your combos get stronger also. And, you know, jacks like they don't give you like strength up and health up and stuff, but you can see that there's differences, right? And you know, yeah, I don't know. I found it like like it did feel like playing uh, a little bit like playing a beat 'em up, right? Like not like a good one, like Streets of Rage two, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not like that. It wasn't like fluid, like playing Final Fight or whatever, right? But it did kind of yeah. feel like something like Fighting Force from around the same time, or like that, what was that, that like was shitty? What was that shitty final fight for the PlayStation 2 where I think there's aliens? I don't remember it. Mm. The name of it. But like I don't know that one. It had that sort of um we don't quite know how to do this, but we're gonna try to make a three D beat 'em up in the style of Double Dragon. It had you know it it worked fine, right? Like it wasn't it's it's, it's not mm. great. And and like they didn't, and then they they leaned into the exploration in the game uh, pretty hard, and it's pretty non-linear, yeah. pro, like the progression through them, which which I appreciate, but also I can see how that gets really frustrating, you know? Yeah, I do kind of wish they had decided to be one game or the other, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's trying to do a lot of like little things because it's trying to be a beat 'em up and also trying to like be a little bit of contra as well because if it moves, kill it. And then also right. at the same time, it's trying to have a level up system for your combos. It's trying to be exploratory with like you know resident like old school Resident Evil style puzzles just to yes. get from one room to another. And you have to find key items and hold on to them and stuff like that. It's just it's trying to do a lot of things but not really exceeding in any particular one. Um, but it's not really i would say ag- offensively failing at any of them either it's not. i don't know if it's- that's the problem or not like if, if it's trying to be too many things like like okay 
Neil's right. Like the progression of the combos and stuff. Maybe I just need to quote unquote get good uh, with the combos, but it's just I don't. Maybe. Look, I'm bad at games. I don't think it's a question of getting good. Maybe like it's just so bad. That's why I'm good at it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like maybe it's. I mean, maybe it's all the quick time events. I you know from playing Shenmue 48 times, right? (laughs) Maybe I'm just good at pressing those buttons in a in a sequence. I don't know. You you got them. uh, You got them fast reflexes. Well, I'm saying it's more of a bug than a feature. It just happens to work with me. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. It's like the things that would make it better for me is just like, even if they had added, you know, Sonya and the more story and cutscenes like the beta showed us, I think when the environs just had to, had to be the environs and the level design themselves, because full confession too, and the first level, the warehouse, uh, you know, I watched you scene play the whole game. Then I did play. I think I got half, I beat the sewers and then I, just decided to play Resident Evil 3 instead. Um, but uh, Understandable. When I got to the elevator in the warehouse and saw that I had three whole other floors to explore, <laughs> the first thing I did was I went, <sighs> that's never a good sign. And and yeah, maybe just, right. I don't know, if the, if the combat were more intricate, exciting somehow, and the well, level design, I don't know. It just feels dull to me. What was confusing to me about it was that you could do a lot of those moves without doing the combos. Like you could do the ground pound and the uh, whatever the charging fist thing is. Shocking, isn't it? Oh man, that was that was fun. That was a good combo. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you don't need to do the combos because you could do you could just hold R two and do a button or something like that as long as you have the meter. Okay. Uh, right. Oh right. So it's right, like yeah. it felt redundant. And then those those com- those those combos were like four or five buttons, so it's like, why do I have to do all that if I could just hit the R two? Because it's because it, it, it's fun, man. Uh, man, maybe we need to give this game a second look. I don't know, man, because I feel like Shaolin Monks does does a similar thing with the way it does combos, but it looks better. Oh, hundred percent. Like I'm, the the, yeah. the the animations of the combos. And then the reactions from the enemies look look more convincing in that game. In this one, they just kind of just jerk around, and then like you can't tell. Sometimes you can't tell if you're actually doing anything. It's like you want, oh, he's blocking. Okay, I gotta do something. Like, right. I don't it know. does. It just, right. There's but, not a lot of there's not a lot of detail to the action, but like when you pull off that that crusher and he like smashes the dudes into like bloody bits, it is pretty. Yeah. It does feel pretty fucking Mortal Kombat, right? You, I will admit, you, yeah. You even get like the Shao Kahn laugh or whatever in the background when that yeah. happens. I mean, yeah, we did we we did pop a few times where like I inadvertently did like a combo that exploded a dude. Yes. Oh shit! Or like you burn that, like you grab them and you zap them with the electricity, and they just kind of like burn up like into like, a skeleton. Wait, That's pretty pretty sick looking. Yeah, Raiden, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> that stuff is it's there's it's few and far between, right? Like for most yeah. of the game, you are just it is running rewarding, through though when you do it. Yeah, yeah, when you dash is, a guy, yeah. like I seen you seen do it, but when I did it myself, I did go, well, holy shit! Like when just right. seeing the meaty chunks, yeah, that's totally Mortal Kombat. And it's not as reward. Know. You're you're 100. I don't think it's controversial to say it's not as good as it is in Shaolin Monks, right? Like that's a pretty, you know, yeah. Shaolin. It feels very rewarding when you're pulling off combos and special moves in that game, and in um, Armageddon Conquest mode when you're rocking into Taven, right? <laughs> like you you're uppercutting dudes on the spikes, like. But I don't think uh, we—I okay. don't think we'd have any of that shit without 
fucking special forces. I mean, even the stuff you were describing that John Tobias was cut from the game that John Tobias was saying was in there, like cities with NPCs that you could punch and shit. Like, well, that's just describing like that's towns that that's that's deception conquest mode. It's deception oh, wow. conquest mode. Like. Okay. That's all Deception Conquest mode is, is towns where you run around and talk to people and do fetch quests and punch, uppercut someone. And, is that what you did you in, the, in the streams? Yeah, that's what I was doing in those streams right. like okay. two years ago or whenever. I should probably get back to those. I, th- I don't think that that stuff would have existed without, without Special Forces. Wow. Special Forces crawled so that every other game could walk. Like yes. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe we should give it a little bit more love, but just because it's I the mean, first I doesn't am. mean it's the best. <laughs> I would just, I would just say that I, I, there are things that you can like kind of look past or just like, okay, you can forgive it for, it, but it's just, I feel like I would forgive it a lot more if I actually cared about what I was doing. Like, <laughs> it just, it's the most generic story, and obviously stuff was cut out, right? But even as as hilarious. And like cringeworthy as the cutscenes and the uh, the the mission briefs or whatever the the dialogue between Jax and uh, Gem Gemini Gem Gemini yeah right Gem if you're as friends Gem cr- <laughs> friends yeah only Jax like calls as, her as, by her full name also they want to fuck don't they they, Jesus yeah, Christ. they, they really do yeah. fuck they, that's the Good ending spoilers they're getting ready to go fuck. Yeah, you need the action replay to see the uncut version. You know, I was a little, you I was the, cringe. <laughs> LOL, they're probably. You need, that, you need the hot coffee mod. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was cringing halfway through the game when Jax is flirting with her, like saying, you know, anytime he says anything a little sexual, it's just like, calm down, Jax. But then at the end, she's into it too. And she's like, like Jax, oh, wait, you're going to come. I'm going to meet your daughter in five games, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's she is she is the origin of Jackie Briggs. <laughs> I don't think Jackie's wait. Is, well, we never saw Gemini. I, I I did dial back oh. and check. We only ever hear her voice. So okay. I wonder if there's concept art of her that got cut. Hmm, there has that's to be. Question. To but yeah, I just, I just feel like if if there was something more interesting than just. Hey, the black dragon got released. I'm gonna go after everybody because they killed my my uh, partners. It's like, I get it. It's bare bone and it's you know it's a straight A to B to C type of thing. But it just feels so generic that it's at that point you only have the gameplay to rely on, and when that is like dodgy at best, it's hmm. it becomes like a bit of a drag, especially towards the end. Like I feel like the beginning of the game. I was more into it as I got through it. It's like, okay, when is this going to end? Cause everything kind of runs the same way. And then you get to the, um, where it have like these, like, I guess it was out. No, it wouldn't have been out. I think it was the towers where it had like these big open spaces and you're just running down the corridor for like a minute and nothing is around. That was, after you... yeah, that's in the temple. It's just like stone walls everywhere. Right. Well, it looked like, it looked like, uh, I don't know if it was a military thing or what. Like it, it looked more modern than a temple. Okay, I think I the idea was it was a temple that they had excavated and and had you know their equipment in and stuff. Okay, hmm. I actually have a theory you've seen about like why um, why you didn't care too much about you know like what was going on in special forces, and that's like one flaw I have with the game, but probably something that like most people just 
probably wouldn't see initially, but it has to do with the story, uh, the storytelling of the levels themselves, because the levels themselves are pretty generic and they don't have a lot of details in them that kind of signify like where you're kind of going with this particular story. It doesn't do it any favors in trying to sell it because everything feels like point A to point B and everything is kind of boxy. You're in a, um, like you're, you're basically in some type of place and there's not like there is level variety, but it's not mm. really enough to sort of sort of tell you right. like, oh, this story is escalating. Where The only time that truly happens is the last level in Outworld because all of a sudden you have no walls anymore. You can just fall yes. off a ledge and die. And that's at least right. something. But I would have liked to have seen that level probably like two levels prior to that. Or better yet, if it would have been at like, um, say, that building where you had to like smash through glass just to find some hidden compartments, if there would have oh, been yeah. a lot more of that and find like shortcuts and hidden passageways mm-hmm. through that just to get through some certain things and bypass enemies you i think you would have been able to sell the story at least a little bit better because a lot of the times with stories like that the levels and what the levels look like and the information they convey with their design actually adds to selling the story no matter how simple it is there's been so many games that have done this like even mortal kombat 1 sells the idea of a tournament even with its backgrounds in a lot of ways Yes, I will say you guys both need to go watch the beta footage then because there are lengthy uh, cutscenes, including Cabal. Cabal's in this game. What? Uh, He still is in the game. His character model's in it. You could beat him up, but he's just a goon. But he is in the game pre Scar Cabal. Yeah. Huh? I didn't know I beat Cabal. I didn't know I beat Cabal. He doesn't have his mask on, right? He's just like a normal dude. Yeah, it's before he got his uh, accident, which was canonically from Shao Kahn's extermination squads, I believe. So that wouldn't come yeah. to later. Yeah. Uh, so there was going to... And, and yes, we do see the death of Sonya's partner. Uh, he may be nameless. There's a cutscene with uh, Kano holding a knife or a gun to his head. And her and Jax um, are like, you know, yeah. Bill Van Hoven. That was the name of her partner in the Mortal Kombat 95 book. Fucking remember how, it. Thank God. How boring. Bill Van Hoven? Yeah. Okay. Well, of, that's of, better of, than... Of uh, Interpol, I believe. Not even like Interpol. U.S. Special Not Forces. Special he was like forces. in... Well, yeah. It's, it's better than Crimmins. Uh, Crimmins. Fucking Crimmins and Shamaboa. Are they in this game? Where's Crimmins at? Yeah, Why isn't Crimmins one of the bosses? Crimmins is a better name than Van Hoven or whatever. <laughs> no, I kind of like Van Hoven better. Makes me think of Van Halen. Bill Van Halen. <laughs> or, or even fucking uh, Rojack from the comics. That's cool. Right. Man. Or Tread. Right. Tread, Tread. and Rojack. Yeah. Those comic books sucked. Um, (laughs) I got a bone to pick about this game with uh, Jeff Gerstman. Oh, co-creator of Giant Bomb. Right. Yeah. Formerly Giant Bomb. Have you guys seen the um, the Midway documentary insert coin? No, Uh, Uh, no, I haven't. I think I think I have. Yeah, but came out, remind me, Neil. My- came out a few years ago, two or three years ago. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, very cool documentary to watch. They do. They, it's you know, it's a lot about their arcade games, and yeah. of course, Mortal Kombat gets a big segment in there. But and uh, um, Jeff Gersman is one of the kind of talking heads. You know, just yeah. talking about the legacy of Midway of Williams Midway. Um, they do a little okay. section on mythology sub-zero they don't do a section on special forces okay but there is a part where it is i'm 90 sure it's jeff gersman it might have been ernest klein who's also in that 
So Ernest Klein. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Jeff Gerstmann, though. That's the guy who wrote Ready Player One. Oh, that yeah. ass. Okay, no, yeah. I mean, I almost said that. <laughs> so I, I, I actually it's, haven't read or watched that. I don't have an opinion on it. I don't know why right. I said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one of these guys, I'm pretty sure it was Jeff Gerstmann, said that, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat mythology is actually pretty good. You get used to the controls, it's actually pretty good. Special Forces, though, that, that one's really bad. That one's really bad. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. This game, Special Forces, is better than Mythologies just by the nature of it being a playable game. <laughs> the, yeah. contr- the controls are more responsive. Mm-hmm. The mechanics are weird, but they make sense. Um, I think you do combos better in Mythologies. But... Okay. I think, I think that gameplay-wise, Special Forces is a better game than Mythologies. Like, obviously, I love... Mm. I love the stuff. Like I love the live action cutscenes and mythologies. I love the characters, the Sub Zero Scorpion, Quan Chi, all of that shit. The characters are definitely more interesting in that game. I certainly care about them more than I do Black Dragon and Kano. Uh, I do love Jax though, so I won't throw him in into that pile. But um, oh yeah, but that game's <laughs> mythologies fucking sucks. You can't you can't say. You can't oh, yeah, say yeah. that as a game, Mythologies is better than Special Forces when the no, gameplay can't. sucks. And the gameplay in this, like, is it's not great, but it's fine. It's serviceable. It's playable. And it's not a bad way to kill an afternoon, in all honesty. Like, if I, if I had... I, yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's be real. If we're, uh, if we're I, kids, I gave up and played Resident Evil 3, like I said. Uh, <laughs> That's, and I, yeah, that's but, fine. I, mean, the thing is, I, got I didn't feel in. like breaking my computer playing Special sure, right. Forces. And you know, I, I haven't played Full Confession. I, I didn't get to play Mythologies, replay it. So I'm going off of aesthetic. I guess aesthetics are important to me. It's like aesthetically, I definitely prefer Mythologies, but I, I can't give a fair shake right. uh, on the level design because it did look fucking infuriating and perhaps just unplayable. Whereas I'll give Special you, Forces I'll, are I'll, just there. I'll give you, yeah. That's the worst thing you can say about special forces is it's it's there, it's right? There. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, yeah. But like, if I went to Blockbuster and I rented Special Forces for a weekend, I don't think I would be upset that that was the game I picked out for the weekend as a kid, right? If I had, yeah, if I had rented Mythologies, I would have been fucking pissed. <laughs> like, I remember playing Mythologies did, right? on the sixty four for the first time at my friend's house. I fucking hated it. I hated it. It was not fun. I rented it, and I don't remember. I remember being intrigued by it. Uh, I remember it was a little clunky. A little, a little. I didn't get far. I don't even know if I got past. I didn't get past for, for past Virgin, so maybe the I never got past. <laughs> maybe that wasn't a good experience. But yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember being like angry video game nerd with it, like being raging at it. It was. It's a game. I was- I would have been upset that like that was the fucking game I had to play for the weekend or whatever. Like, and then <laughs> yeah. I would have, and I then I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have fucking stuck with it either. The I worst. Mean, I are... mean, Special Forces is generic, but mm-hmm. generic can still be fun, especially at that time, right? If I compare Special Forces to any other, any, like any of the other like fifty third person action adventure games on the PlayStation One in the years between nineteen ninety nine and two thousand one. Like, this wouldn't even be on the bottom of that sub-list. And yet, people are, like, putting it on the list of worst video games of all time. Well, probably because they're comparing it to the mainline series. 
Yeah, or I'm just here to say, combat game maybe. It ain't that bad. It ain't it's that bad really of a not. game. It is not a. It is not worst game of all time material. I will say with uh, Jeff Gertzman because I've I've listened to the to the him on the Bombcast for like over a decade, I think. Yeah, and there are times where his opinions are frustrating because like it at some point it becomes like a generational thing where it's like, well, he just grew up. He's like ten years older than I am, or something like that. So it's like he right. grew up in a different time of video games, kind of, because sure. he was reviewing games that I was playing as a, in like middle school or something like that. Right. And I know that his tastes are like, if it's a good game, it's a good game. If it's a bad game, if if it's a if it's a really bad game, but it's so bad that it's kind of funny, mm-hmm. then it's still memorable, and that means it's a little bit higher on the list. If it's a boring game or it has no, you know, lasting impression, that becomes like the worst game for at least for from what I've noticed with his like pattern. Like, right. I feel like if it's a like Special Forces is not memorable, so it's naturally going to be worse for him than Mythologies, which is so bad that it's kind of comical. Yeah, that makes sense. If that makes any sense. I guess you don't need to defend. And him I feel like a lot of people he's got in plenty the industry, of money. Yeah, I feel like a, I feel like a lot of. <laughs> A lot of people in the industry, like in the games journalism industry or whatever, sure. kind of think along that lines where it's like, if it's so bad that it's easy to rag on, then right. it sometimes be- comes back to being like, oh, this is at least inter- more interesting than a game that was boring and I didn't feel like finishing or something like that. I, I kind of, yeah. I'm kind of down with that uh, philosophy because like, to me, nothing's worse than being, I mean... I guess there can be, but to me, nothing's worse than being mediocre and forgettable. If no, it's like, true, okay, it's, it's not it's, a bad way to kill an afternoon, but it's like, well, uh, it's still killing an afternoon. I'd rather watch Iron Eagle 4. Um, <laughs> but, 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 yeah. but I feel like that I'd rather... I hmm, If I can beat a game and it's still like kind of, eh, that's better for me than like a game that's bad and it's just frustrating to get through. Like If I can't beat if I have to rely like on a save function and it's still as hard as hell to beat, like that's not a yeah. fun game. I mean, yeah, let's be honest here. This is kind of, it's a generic game in terms of action adventure games, but it's a unique game in the scope of Mortal Kombat games, right? Sure. Yeah. And and yeah, it yeah, is yeah. this is 2023, and we are talking about this game that came out 23 years ago, still, right? And well, because we have to. Let's, more of an obligation of because we have we started a dumb podcast. Yeah, I, I, I will say I I never played this one as a kid. This is the first time I played it. I remember seeing yeah. about it in the magazines. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, to counter you, I guess a little bit, Neil. It's like something must have not sat well with people for the fact that it didn't didn't get its Dreamcast and sixty four port. Right. Well, that was at PS one. That was because they cut the budget of the game when oh. Tobias and company left. Oh, right, right. You are you are correct, sir. Yeah. That is... I forgot. They were like... <laughs> I mean, it became shovelware. It became get this thing out the door and let's make a few bucks mm-hmm. off the Mortal Kombat name, right? Like, Do you think if it if it uh, did have the money to be cross-plat, cross-all platforms, do you think it would have been a little bit more a blip on the radar? Would we, would we have gotten another... Well, we did get I, another. I guess we got Shallow Monks, but like more soon, would we have gotten another adventure game? I think it needed more development time, obviously. Some of that yeah. cut content needed to be in this. If it had been if it had been the same game with the option to play as Sonya Blade or play co op, um, I think that it would have been pretty fun. Uh, if they, had, if they had if they had like, 
you know, rebound. Like if, some of the, the level layouts are pretty trash. Okay. But the idea of the exploration, like the multi-level exploration in the warehouse, I thought that was kind of sick. I was a big Tomb Raider fan. I liked games where most of what you did was kind of wander around and collect things and occasionally have to fight stuff. This was not a this was not a very balanced mix of that, but I still found some enjoyment in that. I think but I think that it, the game would have been more successful if they had kind of dropped that mm. and made it more action focused, you know. Although thinking about it now, like Shaolin Monks has plenty of these kinds of puzzles like worked in and plenty of these sort of like backtracking to other areas. Like Shaolin Monks Those areas look more interesting. They oh they're oh oh infinitely more interesting. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I am not it is not a competition. No, no, I'm saying that's 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 that would if if they had I mean that like you were saying, they needed more development time. If they right. had more development time to make more varied levels, like you were saying, yeah. it, it, if it the te- if if like the temple like the temple level, the that sort of takes you out into the desert and into the temple where you find the portal and go into Outworld, and then if Outworld had been more than just like floating platforms in a black room, like MC that stuff. If, yeah, if that stuff looked better, if it had, if it had been more visually interesting, I think this would be a, yeah. a bigger hit. And I do think that having, like, I love Jax, but you should have put Sonya in the game. It's special forces, mm-hmm. not special force, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very true. And when when Kano's the boss, Sonya's got to be the hero, right? Like, that's yeah, Mortal Kombat totally. Bible yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. True. Especially in a pre-Mortal Kombat 1 era where the, you can lead that storyline right into Mortal Kombat 1 with Sonya chasing after I mean, Kano, yeah. right? That that yeah. was the hope. You know, Sub-Zero, we got to see how he killed Scorpion. Here, we get to see how Sonya came to hate Kano. It would have been, that would have been tight. Right. But it's like, thinking about it too, it's like, what if it did have more interesting locales, but the gameplay was still the same? You know, or yeah. what if the gameplay was better, but the levels were still drab? It's like, I think it has a couple areas that needed improvement for sure. But oh, yeah. at the very least, if, if if one of them's needed the most dearest, dearest, I think having multiple characters, especially Sonya, would have, especially if it had multiplayer too, that would have boosted it quite a bit. Yeah, that would have been fun. That would have killed a weekend, not just an afternoon, you know? Yeah, it's like that, that instantly makes it a little better. Like, what if you could do co-op? You Jackson right. Sonya go through and team up on a level. That would have been that would have been a fun way to blow a weekend. To kind of go through something that Yasin said earlier that I think just kind of rings true for this game. This game, Special Forces had to crawl so that the other games after it could walk. And yes, I guess so. there yeah, I like I, th- I think I think that's a very good summation of this game. Like it's moving forward, it's trying, it's not doing anything particularly the best but it's not offensively bad in any way either which of course kind of puts it in the mediocre category but i will say just as a sort of like like praise to the game that i do think it's kind of cool that we get that we even got special forces to begin with because obviously they you know after the after the success of the fighting games you know midway was trying different avenues for revenue for mortal Kombat besides fighting game which is why we had mythologies and shaolin monks and special forces they were trying to actually and and it adds to the lore too even if the lore is not particularly interesting it's still trying to add to it um Mm. i just kind of wish they would have done more with it in like in future games because special forces is still pretty much just jackson sonya we don't really and and maybe to a lesser extent you know cabal who kind of has ties to him Mm. and kano but that's it like there's so many other characters you probably could have added in throw lance Um, in there right yeah yeah throw vapor (laughs) and 
It's whatever yeah, throw vapor that, in there. That would be tight. Whatever the fuck else they were. We could have <laughs> had a whole roster. Yeah, throw vapor in there and just to please Jay, throw Cody Finnegan in there. <laughs> yeah, Cody Finnegan. Well, you, you gotta get Cody, Cody in there. Yeah. It's not it's not special forces without Cody Finnegan. Damn right. Apparently. <laughs> 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 who who is your who is your favorite special forces uh from that comic, Neil? Vapor, I guess. Um <laughs> it's the only one I can remember. Hold on. I actually have it right here. I think she's my favorite too. Well, who's so. the guy with the metal arms? That's not uh, that's actually he's what? my favorite because he's such a Wasn't fucking that... douche. That that's uh wasn't Tork. that tread? Torque. No, it's Tork. That's right. tread. Yeah, Tork. yeah, Tork. Yeah, Tork. Yeah, Tork. Tread. Yeah, Tork. <laughs> Treads. I forget what from. I'm not gonna flip through the book now, but <laughs> yeah, um, don't. it's not worth it. But yeah, but uh, but again, I like missed opportunity. Like I love the fact that Jax is like kind of like your default character in the game. But man, can you imagine how cool? Like, like just keep the game the exact same. But at the beginning of the game, you get a character selection. You can choose Jax, Sonya, a uh, Twerk, um, Vapor. Cody Twerk. Finnegan. <laughs> right. Yes. Twerk. That Twerk. right there. Just give these guys separate movesets. If they each played a little different too, like yeah. maybe yeah, each had their own unique moves, not just special right. moves, like maybe like just Streets of Rage. Yeah. 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 Like a, like a good beat em up, like Streets of Rage. Wow. Right. Give what them, yeah. Give them different movesets, get different combos. I think, um, which, which was their idea, I think. I think this game, it was like, like many yeah. projects, uh, you know, wasn't all it was hoped to be. And man, if only we got that, that would have been cool. But, you know, Shallow Monks came around. Here's a, here's a question. So this game, ha- development hell would, I think, describe what was going on behind the scenes, right? They're trying to do something new. Yeah, fair. They lose a bunch mm-hmm. of their staff. They're faced with a choice, right? They can either, shelve the game entirely right uh-huh. or they can cut features and put a game out at a budget price like they did do you think we would have been better off not getting this at all just letting this be another like ghostware mm. just another canceled game like starcraft ghost or whatever that's just never going to see the light of day or is it better that they gave us this stripped down watered down budget version of it that i think retailed at like 1999 like yeah, right away. Nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents, but is what I mean. They didn't. They didn't really advertise it that much either. Like it was right. shovelware for real. Uh, once they yeah. re- didn't have the money to put into it. I, I want to say yes. It'd be better if it didn't exist. But then, uh, then we'd all be staring at the screenshots from magazines of it and wishing we had it. And being like, just put it out. Just put it out. I'll play yeah. it. Just put it out. You know. I'll be honest. I don't think I would have been. You don't think so. I, if I, if I had saw like screenshots of this game and it never came out, I would be like, eh, okay, eh, yeah, maybe. But but to bring up a point Neil brought up earlier, it's like, what if this didn't come out and they didn't even bother trying something interesting like conquest mode in in uh, Deception and Armageddon? Yeah, that's that's my thing. Is like if there is a clear line from this to the conquest modes to Shallow Monks to like. Story uh, mode, I guess. Story mode, stuff like that. Then, yeah, you have to have this game. Damn. If there is no correlation, then right. screw it. But the fact that there is like some kind of correlation. I mean, they were developing this. Like they, if if they hadn't released it, they still could have taken what they learned and applied it to the next one, which is, I think, what they did. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess my question is: Are we better off without a public version of this game? <laughs> and and I, for one, am glad that we have this there's one additional playstation mortal Kombat game because of this thing right like just from like a like a you know 
looking down at the franchise, just like a wide, you know. Uh, I guess it didn't really like hurt the franchise or anything. It was it wasn't it a blow, yeah. probably because they they damage controlled and didn't do much with it. Well, I it's think like, mythologies hurt the franchise plenty, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You're, <laughs> damn, and yeah. see, that's the one I, yeah. I look to more, at least aesthetically, is like, oh yeah, that's a blip in the Mortal Kombat history, but right, maybe I maybe that is the uh, bad incident in history that we wished we could erase from history, like you know. Hiroshima or the Holocaust, right? Uh, and yeah. mythology yeah. is just it's just as bad. It is just as bad as those things. You're 100 percent correct. Holy yeah, worse even. Maybe on a tier one, two, three. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, it was a weird time for Mortal Kombat, right? Annihilation. The movie had been out. It nobody liked. The public didn't like it, right? Mortal oh, Kombat Four yeah. had a pretty weak reception. Uh, yeah. amongst non-Mortal Kombat fans. So it's not like they had anything to lose. I, I think that like they put it out for the fans, right? And the fans didn't like it, and that's fine. But I'm personally glad that we can look back on 2000 and be like, oh, yeah, there's a game starring Jax, right? And I don't know, like they, NetherRealm seems to have kind of owned the existence of the game. When we were talking about Gemini earlier, I brought up the Wikipedia page, She's on the radio with Jax in Shaolin Monks, this Gemini character. Right? Jax is in Shaolin Monks? I still haven't played Shaolin Monks. So. Yes. Oh, uh, all, all the characters are. Like, everyone shows up in that game. Cool. Mortal Kombat 11, there's a, a tower consumable called Special Forces Radio, and apparently she's somehow named drop in that, and I, apparently Cassie is texting her in one of her intros. What? Also. What? So, Wait, like... What? Deepest lore. Okay. Yeah, this is on on the Mortal Kombat wiki, the fandom wiki. So I like that they're acknowledging the existence of this game. Yeah. I, I'm going to be real. I lost my thread here a little bit getting into that trivia. Okay. So <laughs> I, would, I would say that... The, the, it went seamless. Ultimately, ultimately yeah. it is better to have content than not have content, content as long as it's like not negative. Right. And I feel... Yeah, like Mythologies is a negative on the franchise whereas this is kind of like eh, it's kind of a net zero kind of a thing it didn't right it didn't yeah. destroy anything it didn't elevate anything it just kind of was there ultimately yeah. it's better that it was there than it wasn't doesn't mean it's like great content but it it provided something I guess it's, a, it's a it's a part of the history right yeah whereas like i feel like mythology is more just no one talks about any benefits from mythology it just talks about how shitty it is right i mean storyline stuff but it's storyline stuff that could kind of have been told other ways and in other places this is uh jacks in like a black exploitation style intro video game which ruled uh, not enough has been said (laughs) about the intro yet (laughs) yeah the game is worth existing just for that intro right i'll dare say that is the best thing about the game i wish the rest of the game had that flavor like we're in some spy show or something yeah, and yeah, then have like you know pop ups that are like very like Persona Five style. <laughs> yeah, like put some pop into that thing. Put some pop into it. Uh, small, small uh, trivia about that intro too. Uh, I don't have it up in front of me right now, but uh, when I, it's a shame I saw it before we started playing the game. You seems like oh man, I wish you would have seen that for the first time on the stream. But uh, yeah, p- apparently on the YouTube uh, posting or it was posted, one of the users took credit for uh, working at Midway at the time and coming up with that intro. 
And he actually said nice. part of his inspiration was the old uh, sci-fi and USA show. Uh, let me know if you ever seen this, Neil. G versus Z. I have not seen that. Does that ring a bell that, at no. all? Oh, man. I no. used to watch that a little bit of it as a kid. Same kind of vibes. Uh, a little bit black exploitation, a little bit, you know, that 70s sort of detective shit. Real funky. And yeah, I guess he pulled inspiration from that. Nice. That's Good fun. Evil. Wow. Yeah. That's a, I was meaning to watch an episode or two uh, before just, you know, for additional quote unquote research. Uh, didn't get around to it. There's an episode where uh, oh, Mankind, sick. Mick Foley uh, cameos. Not cameos. He's a guest star. And the uh, the story is uh, stopping a demon who's embedded in the WWF. And uh, of course, it's up to him to wrestle him <laughs> nice. into submission. It's fucking great. Anyway. Holy shit. You should watch probably it. Probably Tara Reid is in it as well. Oh, really? Is it main or probably uh, one episode or something? I have no idea. I don't remember her. I just remember the two leads. She's not listed as one of the starrings on Wiki. Uh, Wiki- Wikipedia. I should be more specific. Ah. Um, <laughs> not the fan Wiki. Not 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 Wikipedia either. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just make sure. I don't know. I like this game. This game's. I've had fun playing this game. Uh, you know, it's it's not particularly easy to learn, but like once you've learned how to deal with it, I think it's pretty fun to play. I'm glad mm-hmm. it exists. It's a nice little weird 2000s Mortal Kombat spinoff game that, um, as a Mortal Kombat fan, whatever shit they shoveled out the door, I would play. Right. <laughs> so like if. The I mean, you know, if they're like H, if they're, uh, I've have played some of them. I have the um, I have played that too. I have the Virtua, the Virtua, the Virtual Fighter, the Giga Fighter, the Mortal Kombat trilogy Giga Fighter Virtual Pet. There we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, yeah. If they announced a Special Forces HD remaster available on Xbox Series X tomorrow, I would buy it just because I'm gonna right. What if it is a remake? No, I want the exact same fucking game. Just higher, <laughs> higher res. <laughs> Actually, that'd be cool because then you could add textures to some of the more bland parts of the level design and really make right. them pop a lot more, like wall textures or make Outworld a lot more colorful other than just, you know, dead <laughs> dead platforms and darkness. Um, right. or and of course, something like that. Of course, Make, make Outworld, you need the pro-action replay to get to Make Outworld. Okay. Yes, so- that's... Make out oh, world. make out world. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be cool. That's where they. That's where Jackson Gem do it at the end. Gem, Gem. Oh, yep. We're, I'm out of out world. We're going to make out world. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where's Jax with that line? That would that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, the writing wasn't uh, as good enough for a line like that. And then Kano's just tied up in the corner watching. Because that's what? like he likes yeah, it. Yeah, he probably enjoyed that though. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah baby um <laughs> boy yeah uh, no small side it, it, it would have benefited from a little bit of uh, more detail on the levels i'm not going to harp on it too long because i think i think we've said about as much as we need to say about special forces uh it was it did feel like a earlier 90s ps1 game versus 2000 when it came out and obviously it's because they didn't have right. a budget but them levels were pretty bland too. Uh, I did change my mind a little bit when I actually played it versus watching you seen. Uh, and I did start to get a little bit of that, uh, that weird nostalgia people get for the early 3d, yeah. you know, you know, the thing, but it didn't yeah. last long cause it is bland. But overall, I think the worst thing I could say about it is that it just is a mediocre game. And, uh, Neil, I'm actually surprised. I was expecting to 
for us to really fight you like like this is your favorite <laughs> game ever but your assessment of it no. seems pretty fair it's like i think no i could see that it's I it's feel like that's promising. the case with most of his like hot takes well, I was waiting for a hot take where, like, this is secretly the best Mortal Kombat game. But, uh, no, no, no. It's, fair, it's fair assessment. As a reminder, I believe that Mortal Kombat Armageddon is the best Mortal Kombat game. It's certainly my favorite. My goal with Special Forces is, like, when I, like, I the first time I played it, I was like, this sucks, right? And then just out yeah. of curiosity, I tried it again, and I tried it again, and I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm having fun with this. And then there was just a day where I played through the whole thing because I was like... Oh, I get it. Like I'm in the groove. I understand this game and I'm having fun playing this game. That doesn't mean it's great. Right. right. But like, there's a lot of stuff from that era. I think we thought was really good at the time. That just isn't actually that good. If you, mm. if you play <laughs> as many old, like 32 bit era video games as I do, like there's a lot of stuff that I think we, we look back on with rose colored glasses or whatever the phrase is. Um, Fighting force. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he said. I just agreed. I said like fighting force, like a lot of those, even like those Eidos games that were coming out because they had a big hit with Tomb Raider. You play some well, of also, those, if like, you're like, thinking, like, if you think of PS One, PS One had just hundreds of games, so much right. so opportunity for shovelware there. I was a Nintendo bro. Not that Nintendo sixty four did not have its shovelware, but it probably had less it had uh, different volume. kinds, right? Yeah. Oh, it certainly had a smaller yeah, library. Diddy Kong yeah, Racing. But, uh, oh, shots fired at Diddy Kong Racing, apparently. Uh, Diddy, Kong, Diddy Kong Racing is not that yeah. bad, but, you know, uh, it's no Mario Kart. Sure. Did I say Mario? Mario. You said Motor Combat and Mortal Kombat Armageddon, and I agree with you. Yes, um, no, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with redacting that. Yeah, Mortal Com- Motor Combat. Anyway, the thing, my feeling about Special Forces, my goal is mm-hmm. to convince people that it's not... It doesn't belong anywhere near a worst games of all time list. It just doesn't. It just yeah, that's doesn't. And I, and I agree. And I agree. It doesn't. There's enough. There's no babies, yeah, kids. I would say that. There's at least one, probably two Mortal Kombat games that are worse than it. And those would be two. Mythologies and Mortal Kombat Advance on the Game Boy Advance. Definitely will agree the latter, yeah. yeah. Which is a true yeah, unplayable yeah. nightmare. But like, yeah, it just ain't that bad. I guess I should track down a copy of this game because I have mythologies. And like, if I have mythologies, it's probably have to give it love. I mean, it's like you're not gonna enjoy it any more than you did playing it on a emulator. But I mean, I don't know if I'll ever play it again. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I'm like... poo pooing on this. Yeah, sure, you know, get a copy of it. We're Mortal Kombat fans. We should all own. I mean, copies if I have it, right? the crappiest game, if I have the crappiest game, I should probably own Special Forces too. The second crappiest game, <laughs> <laughs> or or third. So there's actually um, prices have come down for it, but you're still looking at All about right. forty five dollars complete what? in box. <laughs> Hilarious when it came out for twenty bucks, right? I well, it, the PS2 games for like twenty bucks a piece. So you can get it disc like only. You can get it disc only for fourteen dollars. I think this one had a much smaller run. Is the other thing? Like there's not oh, as many no, copies. You gotta have the there. manual. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Gotta yeah. have at least I the manual. I paid almost. I think I paid almost $80 for my copy copy a few what years ago. Fuck? What? But it is like pristine also. So Is that what you played? Like That yes. You played on, a, on a, an actual PS1 or did you First time I played it was on an actual PS1, but playing it yesterday I just put it in the PlayStation 3. Gotcha. S- started over. So Yeah. 
Yeah, boy, you haven't seen that game until you've seen it in 720p. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It looks terrible. It looks worse, you know, on a modern TV. I mean, I played it on my monitor here, so it's like. Oh, you've been you've seen it then. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I agree. Like I was expecting to have like a, a full on fight, but yeah, I agree that it's not the worst game. It's not. It can't. It's. It shouldn't be considered the worst game. No. It's playable, and at least at least the first level is interesting. I feel like. <clears throat> the warehouse. It's been, yeah. dude. I I I like the warehouse. warehouse way more than like the sewer or the temple. What I'll about that. hey? What about the one? What about the parking garage when you when you're in the tower where you have to like get the codes off the license plate? That's kind of cool. Getting that the was codes, pretty fun figuring out the codes. Yeah, uh, I was actually going to say like, what do we all think about the like basically the puzzles? We didn't really talk too much about them other than acknowledge they were there. But I thought the I actually thought the puzzles were. I mean, they're fine. Like they're not. Anything. I mean, they're stupid. basic. They're basic. But I like, platformer but, puzzles. But I do like the fact that they exist in the game. I, but I do think that the parking garage one was absolutely my favorite because actually we got like we got stumped on that one. I think once or twice, and then yeah. and then Josh yeah, got to do one of them backwards. Yeah, yeah. But I right. do think that was cool how they did it though because I like the theming where like they were named after characters like Katana, Raiden, Baraka, all that fun yeah, stuff. So I thought, I thought I thought I thought I thought that was cute. I liked it. Yeah, the, none of the puzzles were like super hard um no. right but i appreciated them they're being just there, there to you know? be there right i think that was a relic uh leftover from when they were trying to make this like again you watch that beta footage it, it she's sony's even got a backpack like lara croft like it's straight up true, yeah. tomb raider you know um and that's not i don't know that that's a real criticism i loved the tomb raider games back in the day but like trying to go back and play those classic ones they, they don't hold up very well either right and that's really? sort of what i was saying where a lot of that stuff from that era just isn't gonna hold up that well by modern I don't know. standards uh, I, I feel like I'll, unless, I'll confess. unless it's the n 4 game like the n 4 had more games that held up than like the playstation like, I, I, i'll, I'll up, give like, you ratio wise certainly like zeldas and stuff like that for sure of course if the game's heralded if it has a reputation then i don't think it ages uh, as bad as we may think, because like right. this game doesn't have a, a legacy of uh, praise, but Tomb Raider does. I'll confess, though, I've never. You're gonna your jaw's gonna drop. I never played Tomb Raider or anything because I didn't have a PlayStation. That yeah, yeah. I had a PlayStation for I a very either. brief period as a kid, and then I, I gave it to my friend, and I only got it so I could play Resident Evil uh, Three, which I brought that up earlier. <laughs> I did play that because I was getting sick of playing. Special, Special forces. forces, and I almost accidentally, you know, I was getting ready to be like, I don't want to play any more games tonight, but I just had that sitting there too, and I booted it up. Yeah, I accidentally lead it for like the next thirty minutes because nice. the, the gameplay was that, you know, well done. So yeah, it's clunky graphics and stuff like that, but you know, I I don't think that's a consideration for Special Forces. I think if it was a good game to begin with, you know, because we all sure hope enjoy like Mario Brothers, right? With shitty graphics, right? Like original Mario Brothers. It's, there's yeah. only three good Mario games. <laughs> Mario's one, two, and three. Mario Sunshine, Mario Land, and Mario Three. Mario Land. <laughs> I was never a fan of that. This is a classic, controversial opinion of mine. <laughs> well, I mean, 
everyone loves Sun- sunshine has it's it's like a cult following so yeah because yeah, it's I one of the good because it's one of the three good mario games that's why <laughs> <laughs> admittedly that is a hot take because i think a lot of people say mario galaxy is oh, like God. up there up there with the best ones i haven't played yeah, mario see, galaxy, i tried so I it know. i didn't like galaxy too too simple and linear boring people say that about galaxy i i'm not a fan I'm just not a Mar- I'm not a Mario guy. I'm a Mortal Kombat guy, right? My favorite yeah, Mario game all, is Special Forces. Yeah, oh, Mario Special Forces. <laughs> I'd I'd play it. That should be a mashup. Damn right. So, would you say that this is like the end of that really like, I guess, awkward or like subpar era of Mortal Kombat? Like, because yeah. we had this, we had mythologies, we had four. And we have like, I mean, people don't. I don't. I don't feel like people put trilogy up there as one of the greats. They don't. I think people prefer Ultimate Mortal Kombat three over trilogy. Um, right. Which is fine. Having replayed trilogy, I bought the GOG version. Yeah. Uh, that was all souped up. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of lukewarm on it as much as I was back when I played it in the N64. So. Except for this, we get Deadly Alliance, and that seems like right. that's more of a. Well, they take starting the upswing. Yeah, they take two years, right? So this comes out in 2000, and mm-hmm. it's 2002 when Deadly Alliance comes out. And that game is extremely mm-hmm. well-received by critics. And then Deception even more so, and then Armageddon a little less so. And then Shaolin Monks was also scoring, like, I think IGN gave Shaolin Monks, like, a 7.5 or something. But, like, this was in an era mm-hmm. where, like, if, you know, it wasn't, people weren't getting mad if if games weren't getting nines and tens right this is in an era when reviews still meant something yeah know? before the twitter so era. yeah so a 7.5 was still a pretty good score they're like hell yeah it this is going to be a fun game right and yeah mm-hmm. i.e a, a, per, a decently acceptable way to waste an afternoon well you i mean you yeah, more could, than that you can waste a lot of time with shallon monks there's a, so much stuff to dig into in that game um I mean, I have a lot of cherished games that are probably, yeah, 7.5s uh, right. yeah, critically. So Right. Well, again, a 7.5 used to be a pretty good score. Now something is a 7.5 and the reviewers getting death I, threats. I basically see that know? as an okay score. That's a C, you know. Yeah. I don't like getting Cs, but when I get them, it's like, okay, at least it ain't a D. But right. yeah, but this was definitely like the end of that awkward era. And then, yeah, they sort of got their shit together and got focused and made the really strong 3D era games that a lot of people slept on, including U3, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I, I, did, I did dabble in them, and I did discover that Deadly Alliance was pretty cool. Uh, I, I bought it much later. Right. I bought it in like an 08 or 09. But let's be real. The reason you probably skipped this era was because of mythologies, Mortal Kombat 4, <laughs> you know, special forces, this this weird I, time. No, I don't think so. Part, don't part think of so? it was just life shifting around. I was in college, and I, I yeah. played Vidya in college, but just not Mortal Kombat. Right. And, you know, and I, I guess they didn't look appealing. Okay. I think when I got to the PS2 era, my focuses shift a bit. Right. Because, like, I got into Tekken really hard at that point, so I was playing Tekken sure. 3, Tekken 5, Tekken 6, and then... I was also playing other games like Splinter Cell, Metal Gear, like that kind of stuff on the PS2. And I actually liked uh, Mortal Kombat 4 when I played it back in the day. So I was like, right. I think just when, once I saw what the games looked like, and I think I played it a few times at a friend's house, they were just like, this didn't feel like Mortal Kombat to me. So then I just didn't bother trying to get it, I guess. I don't know. 
That makes sense. At the time, it felt like it didn't feel. It felt like it was trying to do. I think because it was doing the the whole 3D arena thing. When you're playing games like Tekken or Soul Calibur 2, it's like, why am I going to go to Mortal Kombat when those games were doing it? In my opinion, they were at the time they were doing it better. So sure, arguable, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So at that time, I was just like, well, I don't have that much disposable income. I'm gonna I'm going to buy Tekken 5 instead of like uh, Deadly Alliance or Deception or whatever, you know? Gotcha. So I think that was kind of my thing. Like, if I had the money, I probably would have dipped into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I didn't mean to speak for you all, but, like, I think that that era of... Don't speak for me, Neil. Of seeing <laughs> seeing these weird Mortal Kombat games come out and seeing the reviews they were getting mm-hmm. in my beloved Game Pro magazine. Um, yeah. Oh, Yes definitely put me off the series and definitely made me hesitate when deadly alliance was coming out even seeing coverage of it and stuff like that i was still like i don't really i don't know man mortal kombat's kind of run its course they were doing those those shitty special forces and mythologies games last time i checked in mortal kombat gold got like a four out of from like the official dreamcast magazine right like this is yeah this franchise is done but then a friend got it and brought it over, brought Deadly Alliance over for uh, a big Halo party we were having. Where we had, um, uh, we were doing 16 player, four TVs, 16 player Halo games. Oh, man. Wow. And Jesus. then, Dude, that, that was the days, man. That was high school. We did a lot of that. And then we would have other TVs with like Smash Brothers and at least one at some Who's point. What was this? At my mom's house. She loved it. Trust me, man. She loved having. <laughs> That's good. How many TVs did you have? Uh, usually six or eight running at a time, again, in different rooms of the house. There wasn't a big TVs or people brought TVs. People brought TVs. It wasn't a big house. Like it's not a small house, but it's not a big house. It's just like, you know, one level. So it'd be like one team of eight on the patio with two TVs set up. And then right inside the doors, the other team of eight on two TVs in the living room. And then in like my bedroom, there were two TVs, one with Smash Brothers or one with Mario Kart or whatever, and then there'd be like another 13 inch on the kitchen counter with you know Damn. something hooked up, and it, you Holy know shit. eventually Deadly Alliance got got slid into the rotation when the Halo games kind of broke up, and yeah. it was a lot of fucking fun, and we were having fun passing the controller and you know trying to unlock unlock crypt stuff and you know figure out how to get yeah. Liu Kang zombie Liu Kang and that kind of shit. It was a good time, and that's brought me back into the series, but. I do think special forces is part of the reason I walked away for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So that's understandable. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It I almost made to... you not be a host of a mortal Kombat podcast. Right. <laughs> Damn. That would have been uh, probably a step in the right direction, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he would, he would be recording only two pod. No, you don't report recording one podcast instead of, I may not even be doing that one either. I wouldn't be here now. True. Damn. I'd be a doctor. Butterfly effect, man. If it wasn't for Mortal Kombat <laughs> Special doctor? Forces, I'd be a fucking Shit. doctor. <laughs> we need to go back in time, man. We need to write history. <laughs> Assuming you want to be a doctor. I don't know. God. I wouldn't want to be. So Some much stress. Final Destination shit right there. Oh, man. Mortal, Com- Mortal Kombat changed your uh, your life history. It might have. You, 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 like, like your parent, like your parents, like wanted you to do something like become a doctor, become a lawyer. And then you played Mortal Kombat. And I'm like, no, I want to be a podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, what is that? Don't worry about it. You'll yeah. know about it in about 15, 20. Don't worry. I'll make a living off of it, Mom and Dad. You'll see. No, boy. Still waiting for that to happen. Jeez. Yeah, I don't, think... yeah. don't hold your breath, Mom and Dad. And also, a podcaster isn't any of ours full, full-time full job anyway, so. No. It's true. No. It's what Not you yet. do What you do for fun. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Although, if anybody wants to do a Gen 13 podcast, hit me up. <laughs> Gen 13. What is that? That's a comic anyway, book. You mentioned it. Yeah. That's a comic That's book. That's right. Okay. It's a 90s, 2000s comic book. It's actually pretty good, too. I've read a couple of issues of it, Neil. I've been, but... I've been digging it. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know what made me start going on this journey. Anybody wants to do a uh, Dead to Rights video game podcast, then I'm right here. Damn. Nice. Awfully specific. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> waiting. I'm still waiting to do a Killer Clowns from Outer Space podcast, but oh, that would shit. be a one episode podcast, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You gotta you gotta reach for some topics. You could have covered the event you went to where the Chiota brothers are there. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have, but now nah, it's just like just much like how like you know like uh you love the movie Hackers and sure. want to rewatch it all the time. Uh, for me, it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's that it's that particular. Movie. That is a good one. That's one I haven't watched in a while. Um. I do have it on DVD though, so I have it on all. I have it on all the medias, all the things. Josh has that game come out yet? I think it. I oh, think right. it. I think it has actually. But funny enough, it's like I want to play it. I really, really do, and I will play it. But I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed and a little salty that there's no single player mode. It's just co-op. Yeah, and it's that's just a popular cool. thing. Yeah, like it's cool. I I love the fact it exists. I I will randomly play it with like. I mean, just, just getting to online, hunt down but... a group of friends or randos is you know I pl- I played Friday Thirteenth. It's a fun time. Yeah, I really want to okay. play Texas Chainsaw. It's as- it's an asymmetrical. But, you, know. you guys play the Evil Dead game? No, uh, no Elliot I has. Yet, I, no. I need to get more into that Evil Dead game. I played a few rounds, a couple rounds. Um. It, that's got an ace it's got an asymmetrical mode also it doesn't it doesn't have to have one like you can just do co-op in that but there is an asymmetrical element where somebody can play uh, okay. as a kendarian demon i really want to play the uh the texas chainsaw one because the tables are turned it's one player is oh. uh the person running for their life and everyone else is the, the, the killer family that's fucking cool yeah so you, could, you know team up on them nice anywho also everyone should play aliens fire team elite it's a much better game than Special Forces. Mm, yeah, true. I heard it's pretty good. It's fucking great. Probably. Um, Wait, that's the newest one, right? That y'all talked about, right? Yeah. Fireteam Elite. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're obsessed with that game. Well, I may be prestige rank 52, so. Holy shit. Gotta get up to 100, though. Gold. <laughs> oh, that came out in 2021? Aliens, yeah. Fireteam, yeah. It's pretty, pretty recent. People still play it, so that's good. Anyway. Yeah, look into it now. Well, speaking of podcasts, I, I guess we'll we'll wind up because I know you got you got some aliens to be talking about right after this, uh, which you can plug here yes. too if you want. Um, but does anybody have a final piece on special forces? Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not the worst game. <laughs> it's it's a not the worst it's a, game. It's a playable game. It's better than mythologies. Don't know if I played again, but at least I played it. So that's a good thing. It's more content. <laughs> also I want also I want I want I wanna is there a playable version of the beta or is it just the video? So there was uh, I think a playable version of it that sold at an auction recently for a ridiculous amount of money. Whoa. 
and I'm sure that okay. people are pressuring whoever won that auction to put it online, right? Mm. I, uh, yeah, for the better humanity. I don't sure. know if it's out already. I'm not super into that. I'm not a part of that community. You know, I don't follow things like that. Um, but it'll get back to us if it does get leaked by the other, like the Mortal Kombat sources I'm sure we all follow. Right? Oh, for sure, yeah. So. Especially with the whole, like, there's such a push for, like, game preservation nowadays. So. Right. Yeah, like, like I think I think I think my final word on special forces is that I'm I am happy the game exists. It's kind of like a, a mediocre game, but re- but even playing it, although not beating it myself for what little time I did, about the same as Josh actually. Uh, but I still I, I I still enjoy what Midway was trying to do. Like they're taking risk with like with their property going different directions and sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't and sometimes it's middle of the road and that's what and um, and that's what this game is and i think that uh, yasin's previous quote sums it up pretty thoroughly this game this game had to crawl for other games to walk and i kind of feel this game kind of sets a bit of a a bit of a light blueprint for future um, for future MK games, uh, probably really uh, Shallon Monks in particular, about what they what they learned from it and how they could improve upon it. But as an entry level to 3D uh, adventure uh, adventure games from Mortal Kombat, I think it's pretty okay. Yeah, I think okay sums it up. I think that there's still a lot of Mortal Kombat to love in this game, right? Yeah. I definitely get excited seeing like dragon logos on doors and stuff like that in the game. And honestly, the cover or art on the floor. or on the floor. And honestly, it's just like that other game. <laughs> <laughs> the cover art sick as hell with that neon green dragon logo, right? Like it just looks cool. Yeah. And I'm glad that like when faced with, you know, development problems and losing the development team, one of the co-creators of the franchise and everything in the middle of this thing going on instead of just shelving this game and leaving us to wonder what we could have had after you know all the press it had received they decided to just release it for twenty dollars or whatever at a budget price so the buy-in wasn't even that high to get to experience this thing back in the day right like Mm -hmm. they could have just abandoned this thing and they didn't and i've had a few fun afternoons playing this game scratches my itch for like an old school 3d beat em up with the added you know with the addition of having some mortal Kombat shit in there right mm. and so it's and i know i went pretty hard on mythologies there's plenty of stuff to like in that game too when i think about these kinds of games i think you know the worst day of fishing is still better than the best day of working right like uh, yeah. Well, yeah damn like i i genuinely feel that way like I, I i don't feel like i wasted my time fucking around in this game and i don't really feel like i wasted my time playing mythologies either but i think that i had more fun with this one because it was just a, a tad more rewarding right um and i will take the mortal combat thing any day of the week like i i meant it when i said mm-hmm. if they if they re-release this thing if they put this on the xbox marketplace tomorrow i would buy it again and fuck around it's with it there? just to see what's Isn't different. On like, uh, it's nowhere. Uh, well, I guess it wouldn't be. Yeah, it's nowhere. It's PlayStation or anywhere, right? Right, and that's the other thing. This is the only way that you can get this game is to buy the PlayStation copy, or, I mean, obviously emulation and that kind of stuff, of course. So I wonder if they'll eventually put it on the PlayStation catalog, like the, the oh, PS5. 
I think there's a lot yeah, of a other bunch of like PS1 games, right? Yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of other Mortal Kombat games they do that with first, and I don't think they're going to do that with yeah, any of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't Imagine think Special Forces first one, is high on the priority for a re-release, but you never but know. Let's get a fan movement for right. that. Boone will be like, why are so many people emailing me about Special Forces all of a sudden? Well, don't worry, Neil. I'm sure that NetherRealms will do a 30th anniversary release of this particular game when the 30th anniversary comes up. I mean, they always do that. They never have done this <laughs> once on that before. So. Imagine if they bundle this with mythologies and like Mortal Kombat Golden release. Like Mortal Kombat, The Bad Years. Right, <laughs> like that's Mortal the anniversary Kombat. collection. That's the inter- anniversary collection. I they guess give I'd us. buy it. I'd I'd fucking buy it, right? <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of it. We buy would it. still buy that. There's something very wrong with us that we'd all buy that. That's yeah. They know they got our money. I mean, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like a thing, and we have disposable that's, income, so of course right. we use it for that. What's the uh, What's the business advice? Make uh, Make fans into. Uh, Make your brand into a religion and whatever else fans into fanatics. Yeah, yeah. they're doing it. <laughs> you know, they're doing it. So anyway, to sum it up, like I, I'm glad they released this game instead of just sticking it on the shelf. And I didn't think yeah. I, I didn't feel like I wasted my time playing it. It is certainly not one of the worst games of all time. I have spent more money, even at the inflated price that I bought this game at. I have spent more money on far worse games. So, you know, mm. I feel I feel fine. We're going to need to talk about which games you spent more money on that are worse than this. Okay. At another time. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, at another time. <laughs> yeah, maybe off air. Superman 64. <laughs> that game's fucking cheap, uh, dude. <laughs> I do own a copy. I, I bet someone's selling it for like $100 probably just for yucks and somebody would buy it. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, Neil, thank you for joining us for this. Yes. Episode, man. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. I feel like you're our motivation for a lot of these like games that we have like yeah. low expectations. I'm like, well, Neil likes it, so we got to see it. Well, <laughs> got to see. I'll tell really you right. what, I was real surprised with today's discussion. I thought it yeah, was, same. you know, right. Th- this is surprisingly positive. Yeah, the the rest you know? of the internet's yeah, shitting right. on this game. We don't need to join in. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People who've never yeah. played this we, game we are talking. Rebels. There are people who have never played this game talking shit about it as we speak. So. Well, time. Hopefully they listen to this and change yeah. their minds. <laughs> they change their minds, but eh, it's okay. Right. It's it's <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's I guess. not <laughs> that bad. It is a playable video game. <laughs> it works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Neil. Uh, uh, yeah, plug what you got, man. What do you got going on? Well, I got two podcasts that I do. One of them, yeah, everybody knows. Uh, who's heard me on this show before knows. MK PodQuest. It's a Mortal Kombat podcast that is just about movies, TV shows, comic books, um, anything except the games, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we will be running out of stuff to talk about on that show pretty darn soon, so we'll have to pivot to something else. But uh, for now, you can find that show at mkpodquest.com. Search MK PodQuest in your uh, uh, podcast app. Uh, I do another show called Crew Expendable, all about the Alien film franchise, but uh, not just the movies, also comic books, novels, video games, the television series, when that starts up, we'll be covering all of that stuff. I do that with my friend uh, Kenny. And Television series. Yeah, there's going to be a TV series on FX. 
Yeah, Sick. and and then okay. and then of course the new movie code um, shooting name is Alien Romulus. That's uh, going right. to be airing on Hulu. Uh, we cover a little bit of Predator stuff when necessary. Not a whole lot of it. Alien vs Predator. Mostly just to give context for when we do end up doing the Alien versus Predator movies and stuff like that. The Alien Predator Archie cinematic universe. Sure. Yeah, we are covering some Archie versus Predator on occasion. We got to get back to that. Um, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, there's a cross. There's an Archie, <laughs> Archie versus Predator comic book series. It's really, really fucking good. Yeah. Really? What? Yeah, it's. He'll, they made me want to read it. I it's, haven't yet. It's 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 fucking it's fun as hell. It's so ridiculous <laughs> and silly, and it's funny. It's genuinely funny, but it's like dark funny, you know. Yeah. Because it looks like an Archie book, but then there's a predator, and people are getting cut in half and shit. Like it's really fucking grim. It's better than the Archie versus Sharknado one shot. Which is also a real thing that exists. Flabbergasted by this. Yeah. Well, you can find out about it on Crew Expendable. Go to crewexpendable.net or search Crew Expendable in your podcast app. You can also find links to both of those shows, some of our friends' shows, my other co-host Corey's shows, and I think your guys' show at mortalcombatconquest.ca. Oh, yeah. I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you guys are on there. Thanks, man. Yeah. Sweet. Just double checked because I was like, I better add it real quick if they're not. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, you're Uh, on there. Awesome. Well, thanks, Neil. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me back. Uh, What number is this? Seven, eight? (laughs) Oh, um, Oh, for you. Yeah. Uh, You did uh, Battle Battle of the the Realms. Realms. You did MK4, and you did the movie Tourney. Yes, and... Maybe that is it. Maybe this, so is, this number is number four. four. Yeah. Unless right. I'm missing one. Well, I can't wait to come back and talk about um, Armageddon or, um, I don't know, Mortal Kombat Pogs. I ha- used to have some Mortal Kombat Pogs if you want to do an episode on that. Pogs. Boy, that's something I didn't think about covering. <laughs> they made Pogs. They made, yeah, they, they, they did make Pogs. I do remember those, they actually. Did. I may have owned yeah. one. Yeah, I think I, I may have owned them back in the day, but I don't know. I, that was a you know what? I think I had a Gora one, actually. So I, yeah, I have I a memory of that. having a sheet of like six. I think they came in like two by three, right? Or maybe two by four, six or eight Mortal Kombat Pogs with the Mortal, mm. with the Mortal Kombat 2 character portraits on them, but with a yellow background. And I haven't been able to find those on the internet. I have been searching. So uh, hmm. if anyone can find those, tweet I think at, I, what was it, what was at Mr. Country? Corey Price. <laughs> I think I remember it was a, one of the guys at Giant Bomb. I think it was Dan Reichert. Someone had sent him like hundreds of Mortal Kombat pogs. That's amazing. And he basically just like swam in them because they, they literally like dumped it all on him. What a gift. He just started swimming on the wow. floor in pogs. So he has like, I think he has like thousands of them. So that's probably why you don't see it. Maybe. Living the dream. I just can't find yeah. confirmation that I'm remembering this set correctly. You know, I've ah, I found okay. other pogs with the Mortal Kombat two portraits on them, but not with the yellow background. So it must be ah, a okay. maybe they were just faded yeah. or something. You never no, know. No, because they have like dark wrong. backgrounds. Like I think it must be my memory. Like I'm remembering wrong, but it's weird. I had Mortal Kombat pogs, and there's no way I was playing those for keepsies. <laughs> no, those are yours. Yeah, you gotta keep those it's pristine. Anyway. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. Sure. And uh, on that note, Josh, you got anything for us? Oh, me? Well, I would uh, usually we uh, when we have a guest on. Oh, right. Uh, 
I, don't I didn't feel the need to prepare you for this, Neil, because, well, you've done it before, and sometimes I like to drop it as a surprise. If you don't, that's okay, <laughs> but uh, did you have anything? Did you want to close it out? Do you have anything you want to final word? Doesn't have to be a long thing or anything? Um, I don't think I have anything good. No. Oh, we never do. Yeah. Well, I guess. Thanks. Thanks, you see. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kidding. Hold on one one second, because I've mentioned Gen 13 earlier. I do think it's important to say that in um, issue one of the second volume, a more the more ongoing series, opens with a page of a woman in a red leotard, a ninja with two sighs, fighting a man in a uh, fighting fighting Raiden. This book opens up with a Mortal Kombat reference. I was going to be try to like be coy and talk about. Uh, <laughs> guys, a straw the hat. No, no. Yeah, I, I got a like, picture. Nope. Well, that's just that is just straight up Molina versus open and so, Raiden. Wow, sure. it's yeah. So this is a red Molina fighting a green Raiden, right? With dialogue, and this is the um, first page of the ongoing Gen Thirteen series, not the mini series. Um, it's not even like. Buried. It's it's Melina it's, and Raiden. It's recolored Melina and Raiden. You turn the page and you find out that it's uh, Roxy and Grunge playing a Mortal Kombat game, like on a console, right? Oh, oh cute. But this one single page, drawn by I believe Jim Lee, um, oh. looks way the fuck better than any of the Mortal Kombat comics from Malibu. It really does. Oh yeah. And all it makes me want to do is like. Uh, live in a world where Jim Lee was given the keys to Mortal Kombat Kombat. to make like a full ass comic book series for image or something like that. And that's a world we, we, we didn't get, but, uh, we got that time machine working so we can uh, eliminate special forces or mystery. (laughs) Maybe not so much now since we actually kind of say it's not that bad. Maybe we could make Jim Lee our Mortal Kombat comics guy. We got a lot of we got a lot of history to change, folks. If he wasn't yeah, got, yeah, if he wasn't got. breaking records for Marvel, I'm sure he would have done it. You know, but uh, yeah, I just stumbled across that completely, like not knowing that this was a part of you know this comic book. Stumbled across this like two or three weeks ago and looked at it and thought, "Damn it, what what might have been?" So what that's that's oh. the only thing I got to close this out. So if anyone has anything better, it's all yours. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, the only thing I had, I can't really use anymore. Uh, my plan uh, was to uh, give you a trial, uh, Neil, and oh. uh, court-martial you for liking Special Forces. <laughs> uh, but hmm? You're going to put me on trial for liking Special Forces? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was going to have you court-martialed. Ooh. And uh, yeah, because but, you know, like I said, our discussions seem to be uh, your opinions seem much more reasonable and you even... You even made me cool my jets a bit on it, but uh, well, but uh, I can't call back the firing squad now, so I'm oh, sorry, no. uh, Neil. But uh, can I say one last thing before you execute me? Uh, sure. Uh, I mean, you do get last okay. words. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the artwork I showed you was uh, J. Scott Campbell art from Gen 13, not Jim Lee art. That oh, is all. Him. You oh. gotta shoot him. Is that a redaction or are you just fucking? It's with a us? redaction. That's I, I want to make sure I give proper credit before okay. you execute me. Yeah, it's def- <laughs> it, def- it definitely was a Jim Lee. Yeah, this isn't look. Now you get executed for making a mistake. No. So firing squad. No.
Oh. That one. That one missed. Oh, that one got me. Combat oh. time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Combat Time Pod, and visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Combat Time Podcast. You can also email us at combattimepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show. See you next time. Mortal Kombat continues. Get over here! This is about how many bullets Jax can take by the end of Special Forces. Yeah. And he's blo- like, and he wasn't even blocking most of them. <laughs>